Jerry Agar in here for John Moore for the balance of this week. He will be back with you a week from today, Tuesday after the Monday holiday. Coming up, I'm going to talk to a young man who plans to fly around the world in a single-engine plane in order to raise money for a cause. I'm sure he's doing it in part because he just really wants to do it, but he's trying to raise money for an interesting cause. So that conversation coming up shortly. Now, uh, just moments ago, I was playing you clips from Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau is angry about the anger he thinks is uh, fomented in this country by the opposition leader, Pierre Polyev. Joining me now, the opposition's deputy party leader, MP, Melissa Lansman. Good morning. Hey, Jerry. So, uh, you know what our problems really are? It's that uh, Pierre Polyev's just angry and he doesn't have anything else to offer. Well, look, I think Canadians are are, are rightfully angry, and I, I think that that is... Uh, you know, eight years of of, of failure. Everything that, uh, that that Pierre said would happen is happening, and that's where the anger comes from. Not because you know, not because we're telling people uh, that they're angry. It's because they're actually angry and frustrated, uh, and uh, and and frankly, can't pay their bills. You know, I have found from the decades that I've been a talk show host is that you actually can't sort of anger people into action if they aren't already angry and concerned. You can't compel people to vote a certain way, to act a certain way, certainly in any great numbers, uh, simply because you want them to. Uh, I mean, people used to think that, uh, you know, sort of the, the constant drumbeat of right-wing talk radio in the United States was causing this or that. Well, I was a part of it in the United States. States before I came here. And I can tell you, Melissa, people might find what we do on the radio entertaining for a period of time till they get to a meeting in their car or something and they turn the radio off. They never did what we told them to do. They did what they wanted to do. Well, that's exactly right. I think this is a projection of, uh, of, of failure and frankly, an excuse. The, the prime minister has spent the cupboards bare and there is no way to pay for these programs. And I think after eight years, Canadians can't afford to put food on the table or gas in their car. Uh, millions are using food banks in this country. Nine out of 10 young people, which is a staggering number, do not believe that they will ever own a home in this country. And that's exactly what the prime minister was uh, you know, announcing and, and re-announcing yesterday. Another failed uh, housing policy that has resulted in a record number of, of low housing starts in this country. All right. Um, is Trudeau right, though, that maybe people in this country would like across the country to have adequate dental care for low income people? Well, there's I mean, there's certainly there's certainly those who who can't who can't afford it. And uh, and and for that, um, you know, I think there is uh, there's there's room for a policy discussion, but not when you can't afford anything else. People can't afford a home to live in, Jerry. They can't afford to put food on their table. They can't afford to get to work. I, just, I, I talk to people in, in my writing all day long and the same conversation comes up and it's one of affordability and we can't afford to do the things that we need to do if we don't have the very basics of what we have of what we need i should say all right so what needs to get done well, you know, in terms of in terms of housing, we've put out a, a a plan. I think this is this is more of the same. We've doubled the cost of housing in this country. We've doubled the cost of a mortgage payment uh, through the government's uh, spending. The cost of rent 
has doubled. Like I said, people don't believe that they'll ever be able to afford a home. So we've got a plan to uh, to fix that. We're going to require uh, the unaffordable big cities like Vancouver, which is, by the way, the third most expensive housing market in the world. Toronto, where you are, is the is the tenth. We're gonna we're gonna incentivize them to increase home building by fifteen percent by withholding uh, some of the federal funds that they get. Impose a NIMBY uh, penalty on them. We're going to sell off 15% of the federal government's 37,000 buildings and will require these buildings to be turned into affordable housing. And we're going to stop printing money. We will require every single dollar of new spending to be matched by a dollar of savings because that is the position that Justin Trudeau has put us in and that is what is going to be required. How do you respond then? Melissa Lanceman is with me, the opposition's deputy party leader. I have people writing in on the text board here, Melissa, saying... uh, Housing is a provincial responsibility and a municipal responsibility. We had the Prime Minister come out in 2015 and say, we are going to make housing more affordable. He has spent $94 billion and the price of a house has doubled. He said yesterday that it is no longer a federal responsibility. There are levers that the federal government has in order to not make housing more expensive and to make it cheaper. And that is by withholding some cash from municipalities who block the building of housing. We're in deep, deep trouble. We are 60, uh, 64th in the uh, in, of any advanced economy in terms of time that it takes to build a house. We have as much as $1,300 before you even put a shovel on the ground of, uh, of fees for municipalities before you even build the house. There are solutions to that, and it's time that we start talking about those, and those are from a federal perspective. All right. Do you really think that the Conservatives have a chance to win? Because whether you like it or not, or whether I like it or not, there is a fairly successful effort made by politicians and uh, some aspects of the media to characterize conservatives like you and me, Melissa Lansman, as just uh, we have nothing more than anger. We don't care about the poor. And frankly, we're Nazis. Well, look, if you don't if you don't want to listen to the solutions, that's up to you. But I think more and more Canadians are uh, are, are listening to uh, to Pierre's message. I think he's out on uh, out on the hustings every single day, filling up uh, rooms of uh, rooms of people that want to hear a message of hope and turning all of the hurt that the that these folks have felt over the last eight years into hope is exactly what we're doing. So, you know, we'll, we we will be successful in uh, in an election. The polls are 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 having us ahead, and we're going to keep working hard until uh, until such a day where Jagmeet Singh just just decides to break up with uh, Justin Trudeau and uh, and give Canadians the election that they're clamoring for. Okay, but what are the chances that'll happen? I mean, I think the reason that Justin Trudeau was uh, giving those angry commentary comments yesterday about dental care is because that's his deal with the NDP. Well, that's his deal with uh, with the NDP, but we've seen nothing from uh, from the Liberals since the uh, since the last election when it comes to making life more affordable, and that's what Canadians are talking about, and they're talking about it in my riding. And I can't imagine that if you cross the street into a Liberal-held riding, that they're not saying the exact same thing. So we're going to continue to put that message out, uh, and we will have a a detailed plan in uh, in whenever that next election comes, and Canadians will make their choice. All right, Melissa Lansman, um, you're 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 doing well in your uh, latest career, which is politics. You're the opposition's deputy party leader. But I understand you're also one of the people who is lobbying to get Taylor Swift to tour Canada. 
Well, we had uh, we had a number of uh, people in our in our in our orbit, whether it's uh, constituents or just folks around uh, Canada who were who were distraught about not having uh, Taylor Swift perform in uh, in Canada. So, uh, uh, so a colleague of mine uh, led uh, led the charge, and I think that there are lots of people that w- would want to see somebody like Taylor Swift come to uh, come to Toronto, put on a uh, put on a show, and uh, and help boost that uh, that economy with hopefully people coming from around the country to see her. Okay, but she's going to come anyway. I mean, it's a market, and uh, all of the big acts eventually tour the big cities of Canada. Well, look look forward to uh, look forward to seeing her if I if I can afford the ticket price, uh, which has been staggeringly high all over uh, all over the U.S. I look forward to to seeing her with uh, with a lot of the Swifty constituents of uh, of Thornhill. You can't fob that off in the taxpayers. What kind of politician are you? <laughs> well, that's uh, that's between uh, me and me and Taylor Swift. I'm going to pay my pay my own way to see that uh, great show. Melissa Lansman, thank you very much. Thanks, Jerry. Good to talk to you. She is the deputy party leader for the opposition. She's a conservative from Thornhill. Upcoming, I'll talk to a young man trying to raise money for a cause and fly a single-engine plane around the world on News Talk 1010.